Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Apparently, the uh, the blue ribbon panel in Los Angeles County has put out the report on the state of the homelessness situation. Uh, let go ahead and give me uh, clip 70. This is CBS in L.A. In a new report released by the county, the findings claim the current system to tackle the homeless crisis is failing on multiple levels. According to the Blue Ribbon Commission on Homeless, established by the county last year to conduct this review of the homeless issue, the region is in crisis, but the system serving persons experiencing homelessness is not set up to operate in crisis mode. These factors, coupled with a web of sometimes inconsistent and poorly communicated policies, and practices leave LASA, service providers, community groups, other cities in the region, and other stakeholders feeling devalued, unheard, and frustrated. I don't doubt that a single word of that is true as far as it goes. You know, poorly articulated, inconsistent policies, people feeling devalued, feeling like, I don't know, the billions of dollars, literally billions, being poured into this aren't doing any good. That blue ribbon panel is definitely from the point of view of those who want more money and more resources poured into the wrong programs doing the wrong things, in my opinion. So I was listening to an NPR report about uh, Echo Park Lake. Remember when they had that big rousting of the homeless camp there a year ago? It had been a full year. That's why NPR was doing the story, because officials promised that the 60 people they kicked out of there um, would be you know, rehomed within a year. Check back with us in a year, the officials said. So journalists did check back with them. And I think four people had some sort of housing. Now, I don't, this is not something I'm concerned about. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure all these people need to be housed because a lot of them are just drug addicts that need to get their acts together. But 
you shouldn't get to lie with billions of taxpayer dollars about what you're accomplishing. I'm glad the media stays on it to that extent. Oh, yeah, absolutely true. And, you know, that blue ribbon panel report, okay, fine, we'll take it with a grain of salt, but I'll take it. Meanwhile, as we mentioned the other day, the uh, controller of uh, the city of L.A. released an audit report on the progress of Proposition Triple H. That was in 2016, if you're not familiar with it, authorized spending $1.2 billion to shelter the homeless in the city, and the results are disastrous. There are now far more homeless people than there were. Um, and uh, before the pandemic, there were 41,250. Due to the pandemic, there have been no new counts taken, but most experts agree from the increased number of encampments that the number is much higher. Well, is it so because it of the pandemic? it grew from 2016 to 2020. No, it grew a great deal from 2016 to 2020 while these billions were allegedly being spent, and then it grew even more during the pandemic. Well, right, but was it because of the pandemic or the continuing to announce more gazillion dollar programs that seems to grow homelessness? As oh, we it's were absolutely doing, the latter. When we were doing the stories out of San Francisco and they were interviewing people on the streets and practically nobody was from San Francisco, uh, same with L.A., I'm sure, people figure out where the money spigot is. If you're homeless in some town where they don't have a money spigot, you go to a place where they do have a money spigot. So six years after the passing of this $1.2 billion in uh, in funding, uh, L.A. is building units for housing, has completed 1,142 units. An additional 4,200 are under construction. Uh, during this review, we found that the less than 1,200 units that have been produced in five years, estimated cost for several projects, exceeded $700,000 per unit. Wow. Once again, 700000 per unit. Most of the units built to house a person, by the way. seven hundred grand to house a person. Yeah. Now, that are, is quite a few of the major projects. Uh, the average completed cost is about $521,000 per unit. Uh, and and the ones currently under construction, it's an average cost of about six hundred thousand per unit. How can anyone? How can anyone? I don't care how progressive you are. How can anyone justify seven hundred grand per person to try to get people off the street? And then, what do you think? What long term? How does this work out? What is your plan here? They live there forever, and you just keep spending seven hundred grand per person as the homeless situation grows, as it has for many years. Or you think they're all of a sudden going to get a degree from a community college and go get a job and stop doing crack? I mean, what what do you what do you think is going to happen? Right, right. And there are more stats about stuff that costs seven hundred. And uh, there's one project currently estimated at eight hundred and thirty seven hundred. I'm sorry, eight hundred thirty seven thousand per unit. Additionally. It took 3.4 years to complete the 1,142 units while more homeless poured into the area. It will take an estimated 4.3 years to complete the additional 4,200 units, at which point, who knows, the number of bums and junkies might have doubled. The estimated current number of homeless in Los Angeles, and again, the word homeless is a propaganda term to make you think the primary problem of all of these people, is that they have no home. Unhoused is the NPR term. Currently experiencing unhousedness. The primary problem for a large majority of them is they're drug addicts. They're not drug addicts because they are one paycheck away from losing their house and got a medical bill and blah, blah. No, they're drug addicts because they're drug addicts. They're homeless because they're unemployable junkies. Those currently being denied roofability. 
Uh, right, exactly. And and I'm not saying every single one. Certainly not. There are some innocent people, unfortunate people. Um, their minds don't work right. Maybe they did catch a couple I'm of bad breaks. I'm tired of the caveats. We all know that. That's not what the problem is. That's not what the exploded problem is. So we gotta we got to quit with the find the person that you can justify you know, uh, you know, opening your heart toward. Right, right. It's like the one guy who robs a bank because he needs insulin. It's just irrelevant to the problem of bank robbery. And yeah, and obviously, so we have a drug addiction problem with people living on the street who are drug addicts that we just cannot face as a society for some reason. I see them every day. Because there's no money in it for most of us. I see them every day because of the route I have to take home in the the area the radio station is in. The people screaming at the bushes and you know sleeping under the under, under the overpass or whatever. They're drug addicts. So what are we so, going to do about that? I don't know what the answer is to that, but it's not because rent's too high. So this was all leading up to the following. Brace yourselves now, especially Los Angelinos. Though a new count is currently underway, experts have estimated the current number of homeless in L.A. is approximately 60,000 people. Extrapolating out spending costs using the current progress as a baseline at a current average of $600,000 per unit, Los Angeles will need to spend more than $36 billion to house the people estimated to be on the streets now, assuming no more show up, $36 billion. However... According to the audit, less than 5% of the original uh, 2. or $1.2 billion remains. So, essentially, they're out of money. And, tens of, and thank you, rock guy. And tens of thousands of people are still on the streets. Uh, I mean, it's as if uh, this stuff isn't doing any good. These programs aren't doing any good. They're bloated. It's the homeless industrial complex. It's as if it isn't doing any good. What does that say? Los Angeles is crumbling? Is that Los what it Angeles is? Los Angeles crumbling. <laughs> Yes. Well, I like I like how they don't ever, you know, deal with the fact. So the chart, the, the graph on the chart's going one direction. But we always assume it's going to stop today. You know, it's not going to continue down there. Any minute now. Let's just pour another couple of billion into it. Or $36 billion. I never lived in a town that had close to 60,000 people until I was, you know, working on getting into my 30s. They got 60,000 people yeah. on the streets yeah. in L.A. Let me Let me break this down for you. And I realize this is self-evident, but sometimes I think it helps to go through it. Picture a hundred million dollars spending a hundred million dollars on something. All right, times ten—that's a billion. That's a billion dollars, and then you have to multiply that by thirty-six to come up with the amount of money that would have to be spent given current practices to home every bum, junkie, and loser in L.A. County. Meanwhile, 30,000 more have showed up, so that's going to be another, I don't know, 18, 19 billion. You know, the problem with the progressive view welfare state thing is it doesn't work. And the, the problem with the conservative angle of it is, the hard-hearted conservative angle, is it just looks so mean. And especially once you've uh, let the situation get out of control, that's when it's at its meanest. you got to catch this, you know, before it happens with the... Um, you know, with the societal pressures of people supporting themselves and, and figuring out a way to make a living and feeling ashamed if you can't feel your, feed your own kids. You should be ashamed that you can't. So there's all kind of societal pressure to make sure you don't end up in that position. But once right. you let all that occur, then it just looks so awful. 
right. to not just hand these people money for the rest of their lives, I guess. But obviously that creates more of them because there's lights. There's a there's a certain chunk of human nature that wants to just lay around and be given stuff. So it doesn't work. I agree with every word. I don't know how you get out of the spiral at this point. Realism. I think you have to see these policies fail and fail so spectacularly and so miserably that even the most unicornian of voters that is ruled not by common sense but by their emotions, they wake up and realize, oh, this doesn't work. I've said this for years, and it still just blows my mind. The biggest weakness of the whole progressive theory is you all believe that every human being is going to do their best in every circumstance. And anybody who ends up in a bad situation, it's because they were screwed by the system. Who were your friends growing up that led you to believe this? I mean, who did you hang out with in high school or college that led you to believe this? Where did you work where everybody was given 100%? What, how did you form your worldview? Armstrong and Getty. 